Sat Nam. I'm Guru Prakarmakar. Guru Singh and I travel the world, loving to meet an ever-growing global community. We are appreciative of your vital role on this planet, for it is your willingness to be here and listen that calls forth wisdom, that activates our collective voice in service. Your questions bring forth the answers. For a wealth of information about who we are and what we do, please visit gurusingh.com. Bless you. So today we're working with, today we're working with intuition, the intuitive capacity. And there is a requirement of vulnerability within intuition. And in order to be vulnerable, and safe at the same time, you have to project electromagnetically a strong filter. So you are intuitive as to what is in the world with you and around you and beyond you. And you're gaining that information from the coordination of this universal mind which is giving you the information within your life force. And the information that you're being given is your information. You have a codex and your codex, your codex is different than my codex. And your codex, just like the codex of your phone, is only going to receive your information. And the best time to receive that information is? Yes. All of those answers. Sadhana hours, ambrosial, right? Those hours before the sun comes up, because in those hours before the sun comes up, there's no visible light. But the infrared rays, which are the long wave rays, actually wrap around the earth and they arrive at us for two and a half hours before the actual sunlight breaks the horizon, before the actual light of our sensory system breaks the horizon. And that is the, that is the ray of the sunlight, that is the, the ray of the sun's spectrum that carries your codex your information. And it's just like a remote control. Some of the newer remote controls are radio frequency, but the older remote control was an infrared. You could see the little red um, lens on the, on the outside of it. And you had to point it at the little receiver. And the distance that you were from whatever you were you know, controlling um, was so short that the line between you was reasonably straight. I mean, there was such a short distance. Imagine the distance of, of you know, 10% around the sun, two and a half hours of its circumference, excuse me, of the earth, two and a half hours of its circumference. These infrared rays are very long. They're very gentle. 
The ultraviolet rays are the ones that are really, really, they're really intense. That's why they burn your skin. When they strike your skin, they're so intense that they, that they tear at your cellular structure and that's what creates sunburn. Sunburn is just inflammation. You know? And so the idea of this infrared information coming to you and it's just yours, then you sit in your morning meditation, you, you've gotten your body into a willingness to sit without fidgeting too much because you've stretched into it, you've fulfilled it, and now you're sitting in this vulnerability and you're safe in your sadhana environment. And what you want to gain is access to the information of what you are to do and what you are surrounded by. So that you know not only what you are to do, but what you are to do it through. And this, another thing that you do for your morning sadhana is that you build this strong electromagnetic field, which could also be called a shield. And so you build this strong electromagnetic field and that electromagnetic field also contains your codex. So it will allow, because it's coming from you in that very primal time, and so then what you do is you walk through your day and you experience it. When you get up and you do your sadhana, you have a different day than when you don't. Yes? yes? And so when you're walking through your day, this shield, in quotes, is like a filter. It allows through that which will be beneficial to your codex and it shields you from that which will be disruptive to your codex. If you don't have that filter in a strong position, it lets anything through. Hmm? And your life and Yogi Bhajan used a very technical term at this moment. So remember this word. He said, your life becomes willy-nilly. <laughs> Only with his accent, particularly in the early days, it was willy-nilly. <laughs> and that's what's called normal. Willy-nilly is what's called normal. You're projecting willy and getting back nilly from the life screen that's around you, which is the people, places, and things in your world. And it's just like an action-reaction, action-reaction, action-reaction. So everybody says, hey, what's happening? Hey, what's new? Hey, wow, what's exciting? Well, remember that excitement, oh, there it is. That's the sun at distance, that's the earth close up, and that's the way the infrared ray bends around it. No telling what I find in my card deck here. So I'm looking for the wave, there we go. So excitement is on this axis right here, this axis right here. You have excitement and on the flip side of excitement you have anxiety. 
And so you're excited, you're anxious, you're excited, you're anxious. It's actually the same event, just slightly different position. The excitement is kind of like, up here. And the anxiety is kind of like, oh, here. <laughs> right? And you have this thing flipping and flipping and flipping. And when you have that moment flipping and flipping and flipping on you, the fact is that you should take a deep belly breath and hold it and just bring the energy so it's here and here and here so that you can now draw back from the excitement into inspiration. Because excitement is the beginning of the chaotic emotions, which is the entry point to the dark emotions. The chaotic emotions here, the dark emotions here, the determined emotions here, and then you get into here, which is the sweet spot of the wave, which is your ease, joy, knowing, and liberation, uh, faith, trust, love, inspiration, enthusiasm. These are all called devotions. And if you can live your life in these, you're vulnerable. And if you're vulnerable, you need to be shielded. And that's why you do all this. It's not an intellectual game of going, okay, what is, you know, try to figure this out because that's all head brain, that's all two dimensional. And you don't want to be in that space because that gives you what Yogi Bhajan said are the worst people on earth. Those who are working on myself. <laughs> I'm working on myself, he would say. Don't. Work to be yourself. There's nothing to do on yourself. There is to expose the who you are from where you are. Hmm? Wherever you are, you want to be who you are. And who you are is not who you act like. It's not who you do. It's not what you do. The who you are is that thing which you've known since you were a small child. Otherwise, you would not be sitting in this room. And if you were sitting in this room and this wasn't you, you would have already left this room after you started hearing us going, you've been going. You would have turned to the person that dragged you here or drugged you here and you would have gone, what was that all about? I'm, I, it's okay, I'll walk home. <laughs> and so the idea that you have this opportunity to build this momentum, this ability to be in the moment without having to be concerned because you've already, ah, I did it. You know, I gave in the ambrosial hours. Right? <laughs> I've already done that. So now I'm going to walk through my life and my day. And then I'm going to refer to it at the night, put myself gently to bed into that theta state. And then I'm going to come back in the morning and do it again. And then I'm going to go through my day. And then I'm going to put myself calmly to bed in the theta state. And then I'm going to rise up in the morning and I'm going to do it again. And pretty soon, that period of time that is called your day starts to shift 
and it shifts over a period of time and it shifts slowly so that you can accept the growth because if it shifts rapidly then you have what is called a correction your system feels uncomfortable feels too uncomfortable and you're gonna have a correction you're gonna have uh, this isn't gonna work I have to go back to my old ways I have to get familiar once again so intuition is a byproduct in the middle of all of this so when you have like someone asked the question yesterday and I really respect these questions because when we have questions in our teacher training you have to remember that I always say it's not your question that you're asking it's a group question and you're just being chosen to vocalize it and so somebody asked the question yesterday as some of you recall that what is that how can I tell the difference between my intuition and my my emotional um, maybe preference or or reference and really it's just what it was the response trial and error, trial and error. because ultimately you actually know and it's the trial and error that gives you enough opportunity to practice so that you get to that place of knowledge and then all of a sudden you have this ability to take the impression of the moment and when you take the impression of the moment your brain is in a very your nervous system is operating in the parasympathetic mode rather than the fight and flight or sympathetic mode your brain rapidity of turning on and turning off has slowed down and so you're gathering much more information within each brain frame see these brain frames are telling how much information up here in gamma you're either in combat or high competition and all you want to know is where's the danger where's the danger where's the danger where's the danger here in beta you want to know where's the danger what's my best response what the danger what's the best response here in alpha you're going hmm might be danger but hmm kind of relaxed about it hmm might be danger but hmm kind of relaxed about it and down here in theta it's going hmm danger and relaxation are two sides of the same event let me find how they coexist hmm? and that is where you want to go because you don't want to just know what the danger you can just read the newspaper and that'll tell you listen to you know 24-hour news network that'll tell you where the danger is or where the danger has been experienced hmm? and you just just go into your just you know take a drink a can of Red Bull and that'll tell you where the danger is right? because that'll excite your sympathetic nervous system and you'll be on I'm really on I'm on you know like and that's on to the danger hmm? and that's why it's very stimulating because you're always in the mode of running whether it's the mental running or the emotional running or the physical running but you want to get into that theta state and in that theta state you become so vulnerable and you've been doing your sadhana so you've got your shield you've got your filter and so you sit in that vulnerability you become extremely innocent you well you're well protected you're safe 
you become extremely innocent. You don't become naive. It's a different event. But you become innocent and vulnerable. And Yogi Bhajan used to say, because in India, even today, and back there almost 50 years ago, all the keys were those skeleton keys, you know, those keys that are the cast key that has, you know, the really old-fashioned key. And so a locksmith in India at the time would have what was called a, a canister of jeweler's putty. And jeweler's putty is the putty that they use to take the impression. Hmm? And so they would take the key and they would press it into the putty and the putty had to be pure enough not to have any distortions in the impression. It had to be soft enough to take the impression and firm enough to keep the impression because if it was too soft after you removed the key the putty would flow a little bit and it would be not the same shape as the key itself. So you have to be firm enough in your vulnerability when you take the impression to not be willy-nilly. To be able to take the impression and then you hold that impression so that you can then receive the information of the impression. And that's how you actually know what is taking place in a moment with your intuition. Because you've taken an impression of it. Without an agenda. An agenda about the impression is what was called debris in the putty. So if you have some sand in the putty, it's going to take a different impression. If you've got some debris in the putty, it's going to distort the impression. So then you're not going to get an impression. You're going to get an impression of what is with your agenda mixed in. And that's going to be your emotional sensation rather than your intuitive sensation. So you really have to expand what you feel is safe. And then you have to accelerate your effort to produce that strong electromagnetics which will in turn create a strong electrochemical system within you. And now you're operating in this mechanism which is really powerful. This mechanism which is you and which is allowing you to be the most incredible creature Ah, oh, here we go. There you are. It's an exact, almost photographic image of who you are. <laughs> you have this kundalini light. Because you're not distorting your muscular system with tensions and pressures and stresses and frictions that are out of alignment, your whole shushmana, the central spinal canal, is lining up. And all of the nanocrystals in the fluid are all pointing in the same direction. Because your electromagnetics are holding them that way. As they all align up, they transfer the kundalini light up and it radiates out through your nervous system through the optical nature of your nervous system. So it radiates out here, 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 and then it comes and it returns through the vagus nerve back into the system 
and it's creating what's called a microorbit with radiance. Now, understand that light, hmm, light gets transferred without diminishing. You take a candle, because it's a fire product, you take a candle and you light a candle, it doesn't take anything away from the light of the first candle, correct? Mm -hmm. So as this microorbit is taking place, and it's also radiating out to all of your glands and organs in the system, then you're not depleting the orbit of that kundalini energy. You sit in the middle of this, you feel that grace, you experience that calm, and you have a sense of knowing without having to intellectualize it. And then you can practice intellectualizing it. Put it into words. One of the most important things that you should do every single day in order to keep this mechanism working is journal every single morning. You, if you subscribe to my daily prayer, you receive my morning journal every single day. That's, I require that I journal at least 350 words a morning. It sounds like a very exact number, and it is. <laughs> because in years ago, when I got this started, I found that that was the limit that Instagram would allow. <laughs> So my destiny is controlled by Instagram. <laughs> but I have found that within 350 words, you can pretty much say what you want to say. But it requires you to be very word-crafting. Hmm? And one of the things that Yogi Bhajan specifically said about this intuitive channel that you are going, that you uh, will become to create that then understanding is that you will receive this information more when you have some place for it to go. When the outlet of your inlet is open, the inlet becomes more profound. And in this particular drawing here, you have to you have to understand that, and that's interesting because it's a double, that here in your throat is the upper portion of the neck, the vertebra of the neck, and C1 and C2. C1 is connected to faith, ah, 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 and C2 is connected to trust. Faith is infinity, trust is identity, and trust is ah, ah. Ah, it's an identification of the self within the infinity that is feeding the self. Also, what happens in your throat chakra is you put your awareness into words so that you can tell it to yourself. You can explain to yourself what it is that you're aware of. Remember yesterday when we were having Q&A and I told one of the very beautiful questioners in the class, very beautiful questions in the class, that, let's stop it there. Remember that? Yeah. And I said, because we're getting into too many words, we want to, because what you want to do is that you want to just take enough words to give yourself a comprehension, but not so many words that you give yourself 
a word salad. Because word salad is where most people live, which is just a lot of descriptions of a lot of definitions of a lot of explanations that aren't really being experienced. You don't want to live in an explanation. You want to live in an experience. And then you want to be able to explain your experience but it's not about the explanation. The explanation is just about the transference of the information. And the more accurately, the more acutely you can explain your experience, the more you can share it. And that's why you're, many of you, and a lot of you that aren't even in the course this year, but that have graduated from the course in previous years, you take the level one teacher training because it's really about the fact that every moment of every day is a teaching moment. And in today's world, God knows, the kids need to learn something. And I'm not talking about the kids that are only this tall. I'm talking about the kids that are this tall and pretending, pretending to be politicians, to be religious leaders, to be the heads of corporations. Pretending, like playing fireman, like playing with a dollhouse. It's good practice, but we can't let the practice field become the actual world. And so we, who are inclined towards that empathy that most of you feel, that compassion that most of you feel, we are the ones that have to build this kind of a mechanism, this kind of an intuitive, shielded, completely vulnerable and safe mechanism so that we can walk into this world, comprehend what it needs, what move, what word, what act, does it need and then take that action give those words make those moves that's who we are we are as yogi bhajan would say we are the master locksmith we are to take the impression of the world to gain access to the key to open the door for the world to join us in liberation. Otherwise, we will grind ourselves as human beings into oblivion and we will no longer have an inhabitable planet. It's just that simple. And we were sent here once we were thinking, wouldn't it be great to create a, a, a spa um, called The Last Resort? <laughs> we were sent here as the last resort because we are nose pressed against the end line and it's about 
60 years and we got about 35 years in the upside of the of the bell curve so we need to be at this point that we're all working toward and going toward we need to have 20 to 30 million people in that messianic in that masterful state within 35 years it's not a big I mean it's not a big ask you know it may seem if it was like we got to get there now you know but that's sympathetic nervous system reacting to what is right parasympathetic nervous system takes an impression of what is and goes all right we've got some time here we don't have time to waste we've got some time here we've got some time that we can enjoy we got some time here and so let's do a combination of joyful discipline and that's what this morning's class is the intuition that comes from joyful discipline so I will ask you wasn't that a great chant that we started with mm. you are really good choir and this, I can, I can just remember seeing Yogi Bhajan. He got so enchanted in this that he was, you know, usually when he was teaching, he would tell us what to do and then he would go into his deep state, you know. And I don't mean he was sleeping. He was just enjoying, you know, in the deepest of impression. But on this one, I can remember seeing his hands because I was always kind of watching his hands. And, and he would do this. <laughs> I mean, that was it. And then he would say, Be your most expressive self. And then you would want to be your most expressive self when you were talking with someone, when you were journaling, when you were doing this meditation. <laughs> be your most expressive self. Who in the world? are their most expressive self. Children. Yes! They're always doing it in a totally expressive way. Are children vulnerable? Yes. 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 Are children innocent? Yes. And you will really find out that they are not naive. They may be unaware of certain logical events, but there's no naivety in that. Bless you for joining us. Visit gurusing.com for an ever-expanding archive of lectures, videos, yoga sets, meditations, and more. All the classes can be found now on gurusing.teachable.com. There's going to be long-form classes available there, 30-minute long yoga classes with Kriya. There's also what is called a Kundalini Recharge. It's a brief lecture about something like depression or gratitude or achievement or partnering or success. And it'll be a lecture with a pranayama, breathing exercise, and a single asana that you can just jump into during the day. And then it'll round out with an affirmation or meditation. And these will be like 11 minutes. And then there are also going to be audio files, which are guided 11-minute meditations, which you can listen to. And that's all within gurusing.com. Satnam.